Bible Fellowship. Good morning. Everybody doing okay? Yeah. Would you stand with me, please, as we open up God's Word this morning? I'm going to read from the King James Version. I know we're, you know what's funny? We, we got away from carrying these books, haven't we? We got away from carrying the book. <laughs> right? We're carrying a smartphone now. Right? But that's okay, because God's word is faithful and true, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Psalms 19, verses 7 through 11 is our warm-up scripture. It's going to get us prepared to receive God's word. <clears throat> Psalm 19, 7 through 11. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Amen? Amen. Let's pray while we're standing, and then we can be seated. Heavenly Father, we ask you to open our eyes that we might behold wondrous things in your word. We ask that you would. Remove the scales, Lord. Help us to see things clearly. Help us to do things according to your word. Help us not to be deceived in hearing your word and then not doing it. But help us to be doers of your word. I pray that you would bless everyone under the hearing of this word, that you would be glorified, that you would give me clarity of thinking, peace of mind, that you would be glorified today in our lives. We thank you for the church. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 In 1997, a man named Ben Carson, if you've seen the movie Gifted Hands, a neurosurgeon at John, Johns Hopkins Hospital, with his own devised team of 70 specialists, including cardiologists, plastic surgeons, anesthesiologists, neurosurgeons, respiratory therapists, nephrologists, and many assistants, synchronistically and precisely separated craniopagus twins, connected at the brain via the blood vessels. Never before had the surgery been successful, as one of the babies would usually die from loss of blood. In the movie Gifted Hands, the story of Ben Carson a must-see, by the way. Ben and his team did what seemed impossible when the expertise, the knowledge, and talents of Benny came together for a common purpose. His mother taught him to use his imagination, and her training moved Ben from a D student to an, to an A student, from a D and F student to an A student. He used his imagination to come up with a plan for the surgery that was successful in 1997. 
His, his imagination taught him that if he would take the miraculous work of many brilliant specialists to do this one seemingly impossible task. I want to ask you all, can we apply this in the church? Can we apply the expertise and knowledge and wisdom of the church? Can we come together strategically use our knowledge and talents and do the great work of ministry? There's another picture I want to present. According to PBS.org, the Underground Railroad, a vast network of people who helped fugitive slaves escape to the North and to Canada, was not run by any single organization or person. Rather, it consisted of many individuals, many white but predominantly black, who knew only of the local efforts to aid fugitives and not of the overall operation. Still, it effectively moved hundreds of slaves northward each year, according to one estimate. The South lost 100,000 slaves between 1810 and 1850. An organized system to assist runaway slaves seems to have begun towards the end of the 18th century. In 1786, George Washington complained about how one of the runaway slaves was helpful was helped by society by a society of Quakers formed for such purposes. The system grew and around 1831 was dubbed the Underground Railroad after the then emerging steam railroads. The system even used terms used in railroading. The homes and businesses where fugitives would rest and eat were called stations and depots and were run by station masters those who contributed money or goods were stockholders. And the conductor was responsible for the moving fugitives from one station to the next. Wow. Quite incredible. There's a question of the day today. This is the question of the day that we need to answer, that we need to live. How much more can we do together our theme is here, standing together. How much more can we do together than we can by our little old selves? How much more can we do together than we can by our little old selves? How can we at CBF take the power of one to a new level? That's the question. That's what God is going to speak to each of our hearts about today. Right? That's what we have to apply and do. Can you play that video, Roland?
power of one. Today's message. We're going to look at a, a couple of texts today. We have an Old Testament text and a New Testament text. One is telling us to stop doing something. The other one's telling us to start doing something. So let's take a look at the stop. Exodus 18. We'll look at Exodus chapter 18, verses 13 through 24, 26. Exodus 18, and I'll read that text to you. It came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood by Moses from the morning until the evening. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, what is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone? And all the people stand by thee from morning unto even. And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God. And when they have a matter, they come unto me. And I judge between one and another. And I do make them know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, The thing that thou doest is not good. Thou wilt surely wear away. Thou wilt surely wear away, both thou and the people that is with you. For this thing is too heavy for you. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Hearken unto me, hearken unto my voice. And I will give you counsel. And God shall be with you. And thou shalt be, be thou for the people to Godward. And thou mayest bring the causes unto God. And thou shalt teach unto, unto them ordinances and laws. And shalt show them the way wherein they must walk. And the work that they must do. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men. Such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them, be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of ten. And let them judge the people at all seasons. And it shall be that every great matter that they shall bring unto you, but every small matter they shall judge, they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and they shall bear the burden with thee. And if thou shalt do this thing, and God command thee so, then thou shalt be able to endure, and all the people shall also go to their place in peace. So Moses hearkened unto the voice of his father-in-law, and did all that he had said. And Moses chose able men out of all Israel, and made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, rulers of tens. And they judged the people at all seasons. The hard causes they brought to Moses. How long will we keep doing things our own way? How long will we keep doing things by ourselves? I know it's easier, probably quicker to do things by ourselves. True? It's quicker. I can just take care of this. 
But it's much more effective and much more powerful when we use teamwork. God has placed the talent and knowledgeable people around us. We are the body of Christ right here. You guys, we're, we're the body of Christ. And God wants to do great things with the ministries of this church. Hospital and illness. Evangelism, discipleship.
I wish that when one of you all hurts, that we all hurt with you, that we all come to your aid. I wish that we would be one. I wish that we would respond to each other. I, I'm convicted myself. Sometimes when somebody has a need and I have something to give, I, I don't just do it. Wouldn't you like somebody just to give to you? If you had a need of a thousand dollars, wouldn't you want somebody just to come? Here's a thousand. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice? I know when I was in a hospital back in 2015 for a similar issue, that's what I just went through. There were members of Bellevue Baptist coming. People I didn't even know. They were sent there. I guess because of my mother being in Bellevue. They were sent to my church and they walked through the hallways with me. They, they ministered to me. Oh, what a blessing it was. And I just couldn't wait to have a visitor. I couldn't wait. When they asked me, would you like to see a chaplain or somebody? I said, yes. Please send a chaplain. body of Christ. You've got to be in person, guys. You've got to be in person. You, you can't minister to me if I'm stuck on the road <laughs> and you're going to remotely give me a toe. Won't work. Right? Sometimes we've got to be there in person. People need you in person. Worshiping in person is way more powerful than it is remotely. I know we're doing that right now for emergency purposes. But we need to be in person. I need you in person. If my back is hurting, I need a massage. I need you in person. <laughs> Am I right? I need you to examine me in person if you're a doctor. I need you to touch me, look at me, and say, what's happening here? What do I need to do? Where do I need to go? With a body of Christ. God wants to do some great things here at Chicago Land Bible Fellowship. He wants to do something great in the body of Christ. It's time for a movement. It's time for a movement. Yeah. It's time for a team or it's time for a body of Christ movement. Unlike we've seen before. Leaders, are you leading, training, and strategically ministering to the body of Christ and building up the body of Christ? Or is it like at some McDonald's? Have you ever been in a McDonald's restaurant where the manager is doing manager who knows who's been training how to toast that those buns, melt that cheese, put your cheeseburger together, they know how to do it. Can you imagine the manager trying to do everything? I've been to a McDonald's like that. All the workers are sitting there lollygagging while the manager is sweating, popping bags, <laughs> right? Getting that food out, right? While the workers are sitting Playing around. Fussing and fighting back there. But what they don't want to do <laughs> about them being too overworked. Will you begin training the members to do the hospital illness ministry, evangelism and discipleship, benevolence, prayer and ministry to the widow and fatherless? That's what we're called to do. We the leaders. Saints, members of the church, 
Will you ask God how you fit into the work of the body of Christ? Will you step up and step into the power of one? Where Christ is in the midst? It's where two or three gather together, there I am in the midst. Where a cord of three strands is not easily broken. Where the power and effectiveness is released as it was with Paul and Silas when they were locked up in prison. And an earthquake occurred, right? And God released Paul and Silas and all the prisoners, right? And God did a, a miracle. That's what he does when we work together. That's the byproduct of coming together in one place. Where many members praise and where many praises and thanks are given as a result of the ministry of the body of Christ. There will be a lot more thank yous and praise the Lord's in this church where we all do our parts. Amen. 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 In your next dialogue with the deacons and elders of the church, because we, we have a plan to call you guys. We're calling you guys. i got a challenge for you. On your next dialogue, Will you ask about your particular spiritual gifts and how you can serve the body of Christ with them? Can you offer yourself as a bodybuilding member? Can you offer yourselves to become involved more intricately in the work of Chicago Land Bible Fellowship and the work of God in many churches? I realize right now I'm speaking not to Chicago Land Bible. I'm speaking to the church. Yeah. Am I right? I'm speaking to people at Bellevue Baptist. I'm speaking to people from all over the world that possibly can tune in and see the, 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 the recording. We ask about your particular spiritual gifts. I know Doug Johnson spoke this morning in Sunday school about what you build up people while they're still alive. And Doug, you have the gift of encouragement. He's been, Doug Johnson has been for the last 40 years of my life a source of encouragement. A source of encouragement. He, he, he lets me, honestly, he lets me know I'm Superman in some ways. He kind of says, Pete, you got this, you, you can do this. He always builds me up and says, you can do this. I appreciate that, Doug. Some of you all have a gift of encouragement. Some of you all have a gift of evangelism. Some of you all can help people cross that bridge from death to life. You can help make that move. You can join us on the corner of 71st Street. You can join in the effort. Let's do it together. Pastor Rackett has a gift of, of teaching. Pastor has a way of making things simple. That's how he blessed me the most. His teaching, his teachings are in my heart, in my mind, in my life. I think about the things Pastor Rackett, he's always giving us acronyms. And I'm doing it all the time. Somebody said, where did you get that from? I'm Pastor Rackett. I say it to my students at school all day long, Pastor Rackett taught me this. Who is Pastor Rackett? He's my pastor. I'm putting a plug in for the church too. <laughs> yeah. Some of us have the gift of giving. I know Oliver Jeffries is one of those guys. He's the giver. 
I will provide something that's worthy in the body of Christ. He's going to send some money. Oliver, thank you for serving. Thank you for serving as an usher here in Chicago. And thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for supporting people by giving. We can work faster by ourselves, but not smarter. And not so powerful, not so effective by ourselves. I want you to think about how you involve the body of Christ. In everything you do, if, it's your, if you have a business, how can I help? How can I give a job to someone in the body of Christ? And that person is going to be useful. I promise you. As we get ready to close, we're going to look at slides one through seven. Just want to take a real quick peek at it. Are we on number one rule? It says faith, family, and friends. The power of one. I'm sorry, I go up to the time out on page one. Let's get on the same page. Let us worship together. It's what we do. It's where we are on Sunday. We're together. One place. The power of one. Again, I remind you of Paul and Silas. You and who? You and who? Two or three. Look at those guys. Singing together. And then God powerfully goes in. And as a result, the prison guard is saved. As a result, he comes forward and said, What must I do to be saved? I pray that on the corner of 71st Street. I say, Lord, may someone walk up today and say, What must I do to be saved? Because God can do it. Peter, John, and James. Here's a cord of three springs. Jesus is inner circle. A cord of three strands is not easily broken, it says in Ecclesiastes. Faith, family, and friends. The power of one. When we come together as family and friends, in our faith, there's power. Thousands together aided in the rescues of the Underground Railroad. Each person had a different role. William Steele, you know who that is? And if you saw the movie Harriet, William Steele was the guy that received the slaves after they made it up north. He was the one documenting right away when they were crossed, when they crossed over the Mason Dixon. When they made it to the north, there was a party to meet them. And his job was to record their testimony right away. What happened to them? How'd they get here? What exactly happened? That was his particular job. You gotta see the movie here. Emmett Till's mother. This Emmett Till's funeral. The church standing together with Emmett Till. With Emmett Till's mother. Exposed the atrocities of the day. Mm -hmm. And made a Christ-like impact on the world. It did. It revealed evil. And it revealed the power of people saying, that's my love. And Mateo was my son. He was somebody special. That's what we do in the body of Christ. We stand together. And we speak up for the right cause. 
I'm a soldier in the Salvation Army of the Lord. That's what we are. We're soldiers. We all got a job to do. We got a couple. We got. We got to work. You get in the military, you get a role. You get a job, a specific job. My dad was a potato peeler. <laughs> My dad was a cook in the Navy. But part time, he had to come up and fight sometimes out of the boat. My dad told me the story. I'm a soldier in the salvation army of the Lord. And finally, Matthew 18, verses 18 through 20, the power of the one. Jesus said, Verily I say to you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, that they ask, it shall be done unto them of my Father which is in heaven. And where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. Ooh. Can you imagine the power of a baseball team where just a pitcher shows up? No catcher, no first baseman, no outfielders. You're out. How about a military of only five men? They're smashed. How about a church where the pastor does everything? Preaching sings, does all the evangelism, all the sick men, and, 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 and shut in ministries. We're done. Now imagine Cubs of 2016 World Series Championship. Every player won his A game. Then there's victory. There's power. Hey guys, it's time for us to stand together. Why don't we stand together as we close in prayer? Let's stand together. Starting right now, I will think of others in the body of Christ and how together we will make a difference. I'll think about who the leaders are. I'll follow. I'll think about what my role is in the body of Christ. I'll make a difference. I will offer myself in the church as a, a, giving, a giving member. This is usually benefit us all. And as we close in prayer, let's dedicate ourselves again to this body. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you, Lord, for the body of Christ. We thank you for the leadership here at Chicago Land Bible Fellowship. Pastor Donald Rackett, Elder Douglas Johnson, Deacon Darius Taylor, Deacon Roland Craig, Deacon Brandon Savage, Deacon Pete Morrison. We want to commit ourselves afresh, Lord, to doing things your way, in the power of your way, in the power of your words. Help us to stand together. Help us to bind together quickly in prayer when something arises that we need prayer. Help us to quickly bind together when it comes to doing a ministry, when someone has lost a loved one. Help us to bind together quickly and may each team do their part. May each of us do our part. May we join hand in hand in the work that you have for us. May we be the people you've called us to be. May we be this powerful team. May you act in a new way, Heavenly Father. May you move in a new way in Chicago Land Bible Fellowship and in all the churches to do the work of Christ. Oh, Father, we commit it to you. We ask you 
to show up and show up in our lives. We thank you for being with us today. Thank you for your, for your word. Thank you for this beautiful time we've had together. Thank you for a beautiful sunshine day. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.